Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and this week I had the chance to catch up with Jade Roper. You know her, of course, from Bachelor in Paradise Season 2, where she met and married husband Tanner. They are still together. They have three adorable children. You may hear Emmy in the background, her oldest, (laughs) during this interview. Super cute. She also was on Crystal's season of The Bachelor before that. We spoke a little bit about things that are happening in Bachelor Nation, but then I really just kind of started diving in and asking her questions about her time on the show. It's a little all over the place, but I had burning questions I've always wanted to ask Jade, like about her Cinderella date and about how they made her talk about her Playboy photo shoot on the show and things about Paradise and how that show's changed. So I think it's a really interesting listen for Bachelor fans who've been around for a while and remember Janner and love Janner and their adorable children. My coworker Christina also caught up with Jade because she was promoting her Tommy Tippy Spell the Milk streaming series, which is all about life after having kids and postpartum and what she referred to as the fourth trimester um, and kind of adjusting to life as a mom. And that episode is going to be available on April 8th at 3.30 So if you are looking for Jade mom content, you can go to Us Weekly's mom show, Moms Like Us, on YouTube right now, or you can listen to her Tommy Tippy Spill the Milk episode on April 8th. Just had to throw that out there. Before I play the Jade interview, I also wanted to note that we talked a little bit about Carly and Evan. Carly Waddell and Evan Bass called it quits last year, and Jade and Carly are really good friends. And the morning I did this interview with Jade was right after Evan posted this weird Instagram and deleted it. So I asked her about it, but I didn't explain it. So in case you missed it, um, Evan kind of has been really quiet ever since these two broke up and he hasn't done much on Instagram, but he did return to Instagram last week and posted a screenshot of his text messages with Carly. He first, he did this Q and a and he answered questions, but he, he prefaced everything with that. He was joking. And in one of the questions was asked like, what, how could you and Carly get back together? And he was like, well, she'd have to unblock me first. And then someone said, quote, what happened with you and Carly? And he responded, she couldn't handle the fact that I'm Italian. And then he posted this screenshot These are Evan. This is Evan texting Carly saying, just marry an Italian that will make me happy. No one short. And she responded, OMG. And then he said someone over six feet. And then she said, also, I wouldn't marry an Italian. And then he said, wow, never mind, not doing it. 
I'm out on that. And she said, lol, on dying, question mark, great. And he said, I'm not going into this without you committing to marrying an Italian. And he captioned this, when your soon-to-be ex-wife won't commit to appropriate boundaries. So I think he was joking. I think it's confusing. Jade also didn't really get it, but we did speak on that a little bit. So in case, not that that really clears anything up, because like I said, it makes no freaking sense. But in case you're wondering what that was about, there is a screenshot of the text on usmagazine.com. And I wanted to give a little bit of context to that situation. Other than that, enjoy my interview with Jade. First, did you watch Matt's season? We, so we are like halfway through because I go to bed before it airs Pacific time. Fair. <laughs> so we, I mean, I understand I've seen stuff on Instagram, but we fully haven't caught up. Do you feel, this might sound like a weird question, but like a responsibility or an obligation or anything to watch the show because of being like a bachelor couple? Um, yes and no. I definitely feel like some of our following thinks that because we were on the show that we automatically like are in the loop on everything and watch every episode and have like opinions on everything. And so like, sometimes I feel people have a sense that like, we should, we should be speaking on it or we should be watching it. But, um, it's been, I was on the show in 2015, six years. So as much as like, it's such a huge part of our story, um, it's like something that like, I don't think about like, you know, every day. <laughs> you don't go to bed thinking about your time in, in Iowa or wherever the hell they brought you. <laughs> um, for this season specifically, you know, there's been a lot that's gone down, but before even the end, there was a lot of talk about the girls being kind of catty and the drama. One, do you think that it's gotten worse since you were on the show? Or do you think it's like the editing? And is there, what is the balance that we're missing here? I think it's definitely different. Like the girls, there was, there, obviously there was drama on my season, but all the girls for the most part really loved each other and got along. And um, I think that's why there's so many like really strong friendships still from my season. So I don't, this year I did see some of the catty drama and it was kind of crazy to watch and I think it has to do and maybe it doesn't but maybe it does it has to do with the ages now I feel like the cast average age on Matt's season was much younger than mine our average age I think Ashley actually Ashley I did the math and she said it was like 27 and so I feel like a 27 year old has a lot different views on life than like a 23 year old and I know that's only four years but um it's changed so much. There's so much more drama. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's also what they show and what they don't show. And I just, as a viewer and someone who's been there, how frustrating is it when you're watching the show back and you're seeing that maybe something's not playing out the thing that it is? And why do you think maybe they do lean into that? Like, is it hard as you're filming it to wonder like, is this going to air this way? Do you worry about that? That's like why the show gets the footage that they get is because you're filmed like 14 hours a day and a weekend you kind of forget. And so people are, I don't know if people are thinking about, Oh, is this going to be edited this way? Because there's so much footage that you're just, I don't know if you're even thinking about it anymore, but it can, if there's so much footage, it literally can be like, they can show this part and this part, but not the rest, you know, like all yeah. the group dates they didn't show on Matt season. I heard. So yeah, very bizarre. Um, as far as watching the show, is there like a favorite season you've had to watch or like, did you prefer the love stories more? Do we need to get back to that? I feel like we, we lost that a little bit these last couple seasons. I do. I miss, 
I miss the, um, I know it's real life and it's real people having real relationship experiences and not everybody gets a happy ending and relationships work or they don't. But I do miss the arc, I guess, that they used to have, you know, where the relationships really started to develop and you could see the chemistry and the connection and the love. And then there usually was a proposal and a beautiful declaration of like how they felt about each other. I do miss that. Yeah, I think I think we all do. Um, we have a couple of bachelorettes coming up, which is exciting, including Caitlin and Tasha kind of taking over the the hosting gig for Katie. Um, you're friendly with Caitlin, right? Yeah, we were on uh, Crystal season together, and then Tanner was on her season. Yes, Tanner was on her season. Um, how do you? What do you think of that? I feel like it makes a lot of sense to have women helping a woman find love. <laughs> I'm really excited for Caitlin and Tasha. I feel like it's a great opportunity for them. And I feel like um, since both of them were in that role, that they'll have a lot of really good advice and they know like what it feels like to be going through it. So I'm really proud and excited for them. And I hope that they're able to really help maybe Katie find love. So. This is a total left turn, but what burning question I've always wanted to ask you. Do you still have any of the clothes from that Cinderella date that you got to go on on Crystal season? So I got to keep the shoes. So I still have the, there were um, like clear Louboutin heels and I got to keep the shoes. So I still have those. The, the dress and the diamonds were returned. <laughs> okay, they were returned. I feel like that's the lucky date of the season that they continue to do. And I remember yours specifically because it actually had the Cinderella plug. <laughs> Yes, that's like, it's honestly one of my favorite scenes of the show is when uh, Ashley wore her like princess dress around the house and was like eating like the cord on the cob and like talking about it. It's like one of my favorite things. (laughs) Um, Yeah, me too. That's like a gift moment for sure. Um, (laughs) There's also been, you know, a lot of talk about the producers and there always is in the behind the scenes of this show. It's, It's people are so fascinated by it. You know, when you think back of your time on the show, was there ever anything that you did that you didn't want to do or you felt pressured to do? I know it always comes back to that, that play. It doesn't always, but at the time it came back to that big Playboy reveal, which feels so trivial now. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, because it's such a long time ago now. Um, I never felt like pressured to do anything, but I do know that that's something they wanted me to bring up. And so I think I was always kind of like had that idea, like that dread in the back of my mind of like when that moment was going to happen. Um, but I actually didn't, if I would have told them, like, I'm not going to do it. They obviously would have just like pivoted and Mm -hmm. I never would have felt like forced to do it. So, um, I just wish that I would have felt more empowered about it. And I think at the time, because times like, I just felt like a little slut shamed about it. I was just very, very, um, I felt very ashamed, which I don't at all anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think that Caitlin's season is the perfect example of kind of shifting the narrative a little bit that way. Do you feel like watching the show or just the culture around the show has taken a step towards the right direction and conversations about sex and stuff like that? Yeah, I think the show, and that's one good thing about the show now, is (laughs) that they're having more um, real conversations about stereotypes maybe, or things that like, I don't even know how to say it, but just like taking, like letting women step into their power, I guess. Like, I feel like Caitlin was able to do that. She was just herself. And then when she did get the backlash, there was kind of like, you said this 
change where people were like, it's not okay to judge a woman on things that she's allowed to do. <laughs> you know? Yes, it's just life. Yeah, and so I like that the show is showing more of real talk and real life and real real natural human desires or what's kind of like our own rights. Like we're allowed to just live. Yeah, for sure. I've asked a lot of bachelor couples this, but not necessarily paradise couples. Can you tell me a little bit about that pressure that you feel post-show to like make it work because you're like a bachelor couple now? And like when that goes away, if it goes away, not that, you know, does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. So we were still in the phase or like, I guess social media has changed everything. So when we got engaged, we had to hide it. But I always tell people it's kind of like a re-falling in love with the person. You kind of have this re-falling in love with the person in real time, in real life. So I kind of describe it as that. But there's definitely a pressure, at least back then. I don't know, because a lot of the couples break up now. <laughs> but it was. Like you, were supposed to, you were supposed to be this perfect couple. As the OG Bachelor in Paradise couple, I mean, that's a crown you guys get to wear, which I'm sure is exciting, but maybe maybe a little bit of pressure. I don't know. There's, I could say there's a little bit, but I do feel like um, people have a little bit more understanding and compassion, you know, that we are just humans. <laughs> yeah. What... Um, what do you tell the people go, I know the show, just like The Bachelor's changed, Bachelor in Paradise has changed, but what would you tell, you know, the people going into filming it now? What would your advice be? Oh, it's changed so much. Yeah, it has. Because <laughs> we were any, like, we were discouraged to meet each other or talk to each other before we went on the show because they wanted the on-screen time to be, like, the first time anybody, like, met and they could see that, but nowadays everyone hangs out with each other <laughs> and talks and... And so it's so different, but I loved paradise because of the quality time you got with people. And I knew I spent more time with Tanner in two days than I did with Chris Soul. So seven weeks, you know, so I would just say like, enjoy it and have like the good conversations because you get that time. How soon did you know, if you can even remember looking back that you and Tanner were going to, you and Tanner were going to leave this show together? So halfway through the show, he actually was supposed to go back to work. He told his work that I'm just going to go for a little bit and then I'll be back. And he had to make a call and be like, I'm going to stay. Sorry. Like fire me. If you fire me, I suppose he was able to keep his job. But, um, I kind of knew at that point, like, okay, well he's really committed. So I'm going to just, you know, give him the respect and do the same and just really like, fully open up and be vulnerable and let's try to make this work. And so that's kind of like the was halfway through. That was like the turning point. I feel like where I was like, okay, this is serious, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know you're friends with Carly. Um, we lost Carly, not lost them, but Carly and Evan obviously <laughs> broke up last year. Lost a lot of bachelor couples th this year. You know, we're all in mourning. Um, how is she doing? First of all, I know you guys do your podcast together and all that. Yeah, I think she's doing as good as she can, you know, she's really, I think, been trying to focus on herself and her self-care and her self-healing and just really um, doing a lot of things that make her happy. And I feel like that's really good. And um, yeah, I think they're just trying to navigate what it's going to be like to co-parent together, but I think they're going to do a good job. 
Yeah, I don't know if you saw Evan posted this like screenshot last night of their text messages of them joking about dating again. So is it safe to say that they have, you know, like a silly back and forth relationship on good terms with each other? Yeah, Tanner showed me that screenshot this morning and I was like, what does any of this mean? Unclear. <laughs> it's a very, I'm like, there, clearly we need like more context of the conversation because I was like, I don't understand. Um, but I think, I think that they're trying to really be amicable. You know, I think they're trying to, cause I mean, this is his, this was his second marriage. So I'm sure he's taken what didn't work for him, you know, with his first divorce and, um, trying to learn from that. So I think they're really trying to get along for the kids and probably just for themselves too. Imagine a couple years down the line, she comes to you and she's like, Jade, they want me to be the bachelorette. What do you say? I would say go for it. I think Carly would be a fun bachelorette. And I mean, it honestly does work for some people. So I think, I think it would be great for her. I would, it's a crazy show, but I say go for it. Yeah, good. I hope it happens. Um, this is a burning question that I had for you that could come off as shady, but it's not, I swear. Were you more shocked when Chris and Whitney broke up or when you found out that Chris was dating Victoria Fuller? I feel like I was sad for Whitney when they broke up because I know how much she really loved him and she was my friend and I know how stressful it was for her post show with their relationship. So it was really sad for me because I was sad for her. <laughs> yeah. um, but now she's married and happily married and has a sweet baby. So it all worked out. But um, I was really surprised about the crystals Victoria thing. I, was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. It was but a plot twist. It was a major plot twist. Um, is there anyone from the show, either Paradise or um, The Bachelor, that we'd be surprised you're in contact with? I know you guys are really close with Jared and Ashley, and you have probably just had to say goodbye to them leaving LA. I think, like, most of them, I mean, the ones that I'm, like, the closest with are Ashley and Carly. Um, Tenley, I don't know if you guys remember Tenley from Paradise on our season. Um, she lives just like 45 minutes away and she just had a baby. So we message a lot. I don't know if that's like a surprising relationship, but I really want to get our babies together once uh, everything feels a little bit safer. I mean, at this rate, the show's still going to be on and all these bachelor babies are being born. We're going to yeah. be able to have a bachelor baby spinoff show. Put them on the beach. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> Oh, my mommy bear protective side would come out. I think like I'd have to be, I'd be like Chris Jenner on set 24 <laughs> seven, okay. but I mean, it would be kind of fun. It'd be cute. Yeah, it would be cute. I mean, I, your kids are so freaking cute between you, your kids and the low kids. I'm like, I don't, they're all just so freaking Oh my cute. gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. This is a quick game called bachelor regrets. I'm going to ask you a few questions. You tell me if you regret this or not, you can expand or not expand. Totally up to you. Um, the first one, um, do you regret not wearing more comfortable shoes to rose ceremonies? No, because I don't, I mean, you're up there for hours, but I don't even remember that. So no, <laughs> no, no permanent damage was done. Do you have any fashion regrets at all from The Bachelor? I wish I just would have done my hair more. Like there's some days where like, because I, I had extensions and I'm like, oh, you, they look so bad. So I think I would have just tried to do my hair more. <laughs> do you have any packing regrets from paradise knowing everything you after you lived through it i actually ran out of dresses and so i had for the finale when i had to like 
pretty good hunch I was getting engaged. I didn't have a dress and I was like freaking out. So I wish I would have just packed like more like nice things. Where'd you get the dress for the proposal? Um, the stylist for the show, the guy who styled Chris Harrison, um, he, Carrie, I think a lot of people know who Carrie is. He helped me get a dress. Do you regret not eating food on the one-on-one date? On my Cinderella date, I was starving and I was so disappointed. They were not, they didn't let me eat. I was like, I just really want to eat this. It was like salmon. I was like, I just really need to eat. And they're like, we'll get you something afterwards. But I remember just like half of the time when we were talking, I was just focusing on like how hungry I was. Um, do you regret having a televised wedding? Um, I don't because they covered the whole bill. So that's a blessing. Um, we were able to, you know, save that money and it was a very beautiful wedding. I do think we did miss out on some of the regular traditions that people do. Like my mom felt like she wasn't able to plan with me and I think she missed out on that. And then we don't have any wedding footage of our wedding. They never gave us anything from the show and we didn't have other video videographers. So I don't have footage. That's really sad. (laughs) Dig up the ABC special and see all the other, like whatever was playing out. I don't even remember. I feel like there was a lot of bachelor people there. It might be like a different storyline than the actual wedding. Oh yeah. And I can't even find, I can't even find the episode. So I don't even, and I, I thought like maybe they'd put together something for us. <laughs> Get Jade and Tanner the episode of their wedding. This is an outrage. Um, do you, I, I'm fascinated. This is the last two ones um, with the, with the post show navigating social media, navigating, you know, opportunities. I'm sure there's a lot thrown your way. I feel like you guys were in the prime of the bachelor spawn. Do you regret any post-show, without naming names, any post-show sponsored Instagram posts? I don't feel like I regret any of them. Some of them, like, at the time, maybe felt a little cringy. <laughs> like, some of, like, the teeth whiteners in the beginning, you know, but that kind of, like, what was what put our foot in the door. So I'm very thankful for it. <laughs> um, but all, we get to say yes and no. You know, we get to choose what we like. So if it, it, feels, if it feels icky or it feels like, just too much. We say no. <laughs> and the last one, do you regret going on marriage boot camp? That's another one of those opportunities that sometimes bachelor couples get good or bad. <laughs> yeah. So when we were approached by marriage boot camp, Tanner was like, we just, you know, like this is, this is good money. He's like, it's going to be therapy. Like, so why don't we just go on and see like, you know, if it's, if it's good for us. And it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> I hated the show. I felt like it wasn't, I felt like there was no positivity to it. I felt like they were really actually like harmful, but I don't know if I can say that, but I felt like the show is, I don't know. Fair. <laughs> you know, reality TV, you, you got so lucky during, it worked out so well. Sometimes it's hard to recreate that again, you know? Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. I didn't know if the show was actually out there to really try to help the, I think it, sh- it helps the audience. I don't think it helps the relationships of any of the people that are actually on the show. <laughs> That's fair. Tell me about your, this sponsored episodes of the podcast and spill the milk and all that fun stuff before I let you go. Yeah. So I'm doing, I'm a part of the series called spill the milk. It's with Tommy tippy and it's all about um, talking to mommy influencers, I guess, or mommies who have platforms and then uh, experts. And we're talking anything and everything from postpartum um, in the fourth trimester to breastfeeding to um, what it's like to be a mom during the pandemic and taking on all this extra responsibility. And so um, I'm really excited about it. I feel like it's 
not all these things aren't talked about enough. And um, it's just, it's just something that I'm passionate about. And I hope that it can help lots of moms out there. And then Tommy Tippy also has so many amazing products that make life easier for moms. So it's just really, it's just like a great, I think, alignment of just talking about postpartum and then also the, or motherhood and then also things that can help you during the motherhood, which can be, which can be, it can be hard. <laughs> got a lot of kids run around that house these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> I call it good chaos, but. It's <laughs> nice. Good. Emmy is so freaking cute. I can't. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. And I'm sure we'll, you know, catch up with us weekly again sometime soon. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. 